Okay, so grade fours, last day we ended off. Uh, remember, this is uh, the story is being told from Jack Will's perspective. And the last chapter was when he told us that he uh, recognized Augie and he knew that the student that needed some help was Augie and that his uh, mom really wants him to go to the school. So that's Simbo while I'm trying to, there we go. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to do the read aloud grade four Z with uh, with the mics off there. So here we go. So anyway, back to Jack Will's story. He knows August. His mom really wants him to help out with Mr. Tushman. And um, he decides he'll just do it. All right. So this chapter is called Four Things. Remember, Jack Will's talking. First of all, you do get used to his face. The first couple of times I was like, whoa, I'm never going to get used to this. And then after about a week, I was like, huh, it's not so bad. Second of all, he's actually a really cool dude. I mean, he's pretty funny. Like the teacher will say something and August will whisper something funny to me that no one else hears and totally make me crack up. He's also just overall a nice kid. Like he's easy to hang out with and talk to and stuff. Third of all, he's really smart. I thought he'd be behind everyone because he hasn't gone to school before. But in most things, he's way ahead of me. I mean, maybe not as smart as Charlotte or Exmina, but he's up there. And unlike Charlotte or Exmina, he lets me cheat off of him. I really need to, though I've only needed to a couple of times. He also let me copy his homework once, though we both got in trouble for it after class. The two of you got the exact same answers wrong on yesterday's homework, Ms. Rubin said, looking at both of us like she was waiting for an explanation. I didn't know what to say because the explanation would have been, oh, that's because I copied Augie's homework. But August lied to protect me. He was like, oh, that's because we did our homework together last night, which wasn't true at all. Well, doing homework together is a good thing, Ms. Rubin answered, but you're supposed to still do it separately, okay? You could work side by side if you want, but you can't actually do your homework together, okay? Got it. After we left the classroom, I said, dude, thanks for doing that. And he was like, no problem. That was cool. Fourthly, now that I know him, I would say I actually do want to be friends with August. At first, I admit it, I was only friendly to him because Mr. Tushman asked me to be especially nice and all that, but now I would choose to hang out with him. He laughs at all my jokes, and I kind of feel like I can tell August anything. Like he's a good friend. Like if all the guys in the fifth grade were lined up against a wall and I got to choose anyone I wanted to hang with, I would choose August. Next friends. Next chapter. Bleeding scream. What the heck? Summer Dawson has always been a bit out there, but this was too much. All I did was ask her why August was acting like he was mad at me or something. I figured she would know, and all she said was bleeding scream. I don't even know what that means. It's so weird because one day me and August were friends, and the next day, whoosh, she was hardly talking to me, and I haven't the slightest idea why. And I said to him, hey, August, you mad at me or something? He shrugged and walked away. So I would take that as a definite yes. And since I know for a fact that I didn't do anything to him to be mad about, I figured Summer could tell me what's up. But all I got from her was bleeding scream. Yeah, big help. Thanks, Summer. You know, I've got plenty of other friends in the school, so if August wants to officially be my ex-friend, then fine. That's okay by me. See if I care. I've started ignoring him like he's ignoring me in school now. This is actually kind of hard since we sit next to each other in practically every class. Other kids have noticed and have started asking if me and August have had a fight. Nobody asks August what's going on. Hardly anyone even ever talks to him anyway. I mean, the only person he hangs out with other than me is Summer. Sometimes he hangs out with Reed Kingsley a little bit, and the two Maxes got him playing Dungeons and Dragons a couple of times at recess. 
Charlotte, for all her goody two-shoeing, doesn't ever do more than nod hello when she's passing him in the hallway. And I don't know if everyone's still playing the plague behind his back, because no one ever really told me about it directly. But my point is that it's not like he has a whole lot of other friends he could be hanging out with instead of me. If he wants to diss me, he's the one who loses, not me. So this is how things are between us now. We only talk to each other about school stuff if we absolutely have to. Like I'll say, what did Ruben say the homework was? And he'll answer. Or he'll be like, can I use your pencil sharpener? And I'll get my sharpener out of my pencil case for him. But as soon as the bell rings, we go our separate ways. Why this is good is because I get to hang out with a lot more kids now. Before when I was hanging out with August, all the kids, all the time, kids weren't hanging out with me because they'd have to hang out with him. Or they would keep things for me, like the whole thing about the plague. I think I was the only one who wasn't in on it, except for Summer and maybe the D&D crowd. And the truth is, though nobody's that obvious about it, nobody wants to hang out with him. Everyone's way too hung up on being in the popular group, and he's just as far from the popular group as you can get. But now I can hang out with anyone I want. If I wanted to be in the popular group, I could totally be in the popular group. Why this is bad is because, well, A, I don't actually enjoy hanging out with the popular group that much, and B, I actually liked hanging out with August. So this is kind of messed up, and it's all August's fault. The next chapter is called Snow. The first snow of winter hit right before Thanksgiving break. School was closed, so we got an extra day of vacation. I was glad about that because I was so bummed about this whole August thing, and I just wanted some time to chill without having to see him every day. Also, waking up to a snow day is just about my favorite thing in the world. I love that feeling when you first open your eyes in the morning and you don't even know why everything seems different than usual. Then it hits you. Everything is quiet. No cars honking, no buses going down the street. Then you run over to the window and outside everything is covered in white. The sidewalks, the trees, the cars on the street, your window panes. And when that happens on a school day and you find out your school is closed, well, I don't care how old I get. I'm always going to think that that's the best feeling in the world. And I'm never going to be one of those grown-ups that use an umbrella when it's snowing, ever. Dad's school was closed too, so he took me and Jamie sledding down Skeleton Hill in the park. They say a little kid broke his neck while sledding down that hill a few years ago. But I don't know if this is actually true or just one of those legends. On the way home, I spotted this banged-up wooden sled kind of propped up against the old Indian rock monument. Dad said to leave it. It was just garbage. But something told me it would make the greatest sled ever. So Dad let me drag it home, and I spent the rest of the day fixing it up. I superglued the broken slats together and wrapped some heavy duct tape around them for extra strength. Then I spray-painted the whole thing white with the paint I had gotten for the alabaster alabaster finks I was making for the Egyptian Museum project. When it was all dry, I painted lightning and gold letters on the middle piece of wood, and I made a little lightning bolt symbol above the letters. It looked pretty professional, I have to say. Dad was like, wow, Jackie, you were right about the sled. The next day, we went back to Skeleton Hill with lightning. It was the fastest thing I had ever ridden. So, so, so much faster than the plastic sleds we had been using. And because it had gotten warmer outside, the snow had become crunchier and wetter. Good packing snow. Me and Jamie took turns on lightning all afternoon. We were in the park until our fingers were frozen and our lips had turned a little blue. Dad practically had to drag us home. By the end of the weekend, the snow had started turning gray and yellow, and then a rainstorm turned most of the snow to slush. When we got back to school on Monday, there was no snow left. It was rainy and yucky the first day back from vacation. A slushy day. That's how I was feeling inside, too. I nodded, hey, to August the first time I saw him. We were in front of the lockers. He nodded, hey, back. 
I wanted to tell him about lightning, but I didn't. All right, that's the end of that that episode.